here was a man that came from the most downtrodden situation and now all, all opportunities were opening before his life for immense influence and material prosperity. Now usually a person who's really born in poverty, when they have the opportunity for big high positions in the world with a lot of wealth, they become quite attracted. But he was on a spiritual search. He was reading the scriptures. He met one particular guru, very famous guru who was, comes from India, who gave wonderful lectures, beautiful singer, personal associate with him. And he was studying and learning under other very, very respected spiritual leaders. And he accepted one person like his guru. But he was asking such deep questions. He wanted to know God. He wanted to love God. He wanted to do the greatest humanitarian work that a person could possibly do. And he had that conviction that God consciousness is the only real and true humanitarian work. He was asking such deep philosophical questions and he wanted such a high level. He didn't want just artha, dhamma, kama, moksha, which practically everyone in the world is looking to God for. He wanted something more. So finally, after many months, his guru told him, he said, what you want, I can't give you. You want something so high. You want something so deep. There's only one person in this world who can give you this. And that is A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami of the Hare Krishna movement. But do not tell anybody I told you this. <laughs> so he began to associate with the devotees at the temple in New York. And studying Prabhupada's books, he became a devotee. On one occasion, he had the blessed opportunity of meeting Srila Prabhupada. Now please understand, at that time, he was one of the only African-American people in the Hare Krishna movement. And devotees didn't know how to deal with him because he was a graduate of psychology from Princeton University, Ivy League school, and at the same time he's African-American, people were not treating him properly. He told me at the temple he was staying, only two or three people would even talk to him. Others ignored him. So he met Srila Prabhupada, and he very honestly revealed his heart to Srila Prabhupada. He said, Srila Prabhupada, it hurts my heart to tell you this, but I must. There is racism and prejudice within your movement, amongst your devotees. Maharaj told me that the answer Prabhupada gave him transformed his life. Prabhupada could have apologized. 
He could have said, no, that is not true. Prabhupada said to him, if you are affected but what, by what these ignorant devotees say and think, then what is the difference between you and them? In other words, they're on the bodily conception of life, which is totally contrary to the most fundamental teachings of Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita teaches we are not this body, we have the eternal soul. A real Vaishnav sees the part and parcel of Krishna, the soul in every living being. One who judges another Vaishnav according to race, according to bodily designations, that person, according to the scriptures, has a mentality that lives in hell, Naraka, Buddhi. So if these people are in the bodily concept of life, if they are ignorant of the basic teachings of Lord Krishna, then they speak and act this way. But if you are affected by what they say, then you're also on the bodily concept of life. So what's the difference between you and them? Srila Prabhupada used that opportunity to just break through the barriers of mundane, superficial consciousness. And at that point, he just became so fearless so confident, confident that Srila Prabhupada's love and mercy was always with him. On a very auspicious day, he took vows before Srila Prabhupada at the initiation ceremony. And Srila Prabhupada gave him the name Ganasham Das. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.